0: This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green.
1: Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 205 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, as we typically do, we have four trends that we will discuss, and we have a recommended reading that goes along with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. So Abby, start us off by talking about our four trends, and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you,
0: Tim. Yes, as always, what we've done is we've looked through uh, everything, all the articles that we flipped into our Flipboard magazine. I'm repeating what you just said. I realize this, but. Which is OK. It's just <laughs> another way of saying it, right, if you didn't catch it the first time. We, right, we we flipped all these articles, and then we did a very simple content analysis. So right. we just divided things out by, by uh, the categories that we could see that they would kind of all fit together. So our first category is, the one, is one, our first trend is a category that we, we constantly report on, hardware right. and software. So we saw macOS updates. We saw tablet and laptop reviews. We saw a great many mm-hmm. tablet and, and uh, laptop reviews for a variety of different brands. We saw a description of Web3. We saw updates for WordPress sites. And this is sort of important if you run a WordPress site. There's a forced patch for a critical plugin flaw that everyone should be aware of. Um, but our recommended read in this area is, well, um, it definitely has to do with hardware. It's it's a hardware issue, but it's a little different than we typically, as educational technology folks, uh, approach this. For that reason, we're recommending this read. The read is this. The staggering ecological impacts of computation and the cloud, by Stephen gonzalez Montserrat, for MIT Press Reader. And once again, as always, I apologize for mispronouncing any authors' names, anyone's names. But this is a really interesting article, Tim. That that you and I were both talking about just before we we started recording. That the it it, it provides information about just exactly what the ecological impacts are of entire organizations, massive organizations, moving to cloud computing, among other things. And that we don't, we don't think about this that much. And it's something that as educational technology specialists, we should probably be keeping more, uh, being more aware of. So we're, we kind of highly recommend this read. If you've only got one time for one article, this week, this is the one to read.
1: And, and I'm going to say, I think we both are going to say that, that like you mentioned, it's not something that we think about when right. it, we think about the cloud. So this will definitely give you a different perspective. It's going to change your perspective. It, it 100% is. And yeah. it's an important one to understand.
0: Very much so. Yes. So now our second trend is actually kind of an offshoot of hardware mm-hmm. and software. Right. We saw so many articles on productivity software in particular, a lot of them being free free offerings. But there were so many articles that we, we gave it its own category. So trend number two of for this episode, productivity software. We saw recommendations or, or lists of free online video editors, uh, graphing tools, free tools for electronic music production, an iOS app for students to organize their school routine, which is named Schooly which I really like. (laughs) And uh, we also saw a research report on robot grading software, which is its own form of productivity software. But this wasn't so much uh, an announcement of robot grading software available as much as it was an analysis of what robot grading software currently can and cannot do. Our recommended read in this area is The Best Productivity Apps for 2022 by Jill Duffy for PC Magazine. And as again, you and I were talking earlier. This is a great list mm-hmm. of yep. many of the items I was familiar with, and right. many of them I was not. I'm looking forward to exploring them. So that's that's number two. Number three, the metaverse, and I'm I'm going to say I, I feel like if if I could I would insert parentheses here. <laughs> that, you know, metaverse not owned by any one company. Right, or exactly. Right. So we saw. Um, BuzzFeed's report on its test to see how Meta, the, the, the company, enforces its rules of conduct. A report from uh, Brookings on the better uses of VR for education, and we include it here because the metaverse is a virtual reality construct, conceptually. Uh, how the metaverse may change the nature of work and play, also an interesting article, but the, our recommended read in this area is, Report, by 2026, it's predicted 25% of people will spend an hour per day in the metaverse by VB staff for VentureBeat. This is actually a a condensation of a Gartner Group report, a recent report on the metaverse in general and and its effect on uh, work. It's important, and I think it's very important for all of us to keep in mind, that the Gartner Group, I think, accurately says that the Metaverse is a collective shared space that is device independent and not owned by a single vendor. And I know they've taken a lot of flack for this from people wittier than, than I am or we are. But just because you change your name to Meta <laughs> doesn't mean you own the Metaverse. The Metaverse is a larger construct. Right. So this but it made for very good reading. So number four. Our number four trend is teaching and instructional design, and this includes uh, the teaching profession along with instructional design strategies. But this was sort of all about being a a professional in the area and some ideas for uh, designing instruction. So, for example, from the ideas, we saw problem based learning strategies. We saw experiential learning ideas. From the profession side, we saw a a few articles, not as many as we've seen in recent episodes, but this episode we saw, uh, I think, two or three articles on the teaching profession, on people migrating away from the teaching profession in particular. So again, we're kind of worried about that issue of the migration away from K-12 teaching. Our recommended read, however, is more about teaching strategies, and that is, what is microlearning? Benefits, Examples, and Best Practices by Michael Weissman for Big Think Plus. And those are our four uh, trends and our four recommended readings in these areas.
1: Thanks, Abby. Now we turn our attention to peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll see in the upcoming two weeks. Again, hardware, software is a given. Right. Every week or every episode. Right. And teaching and instructional design. It's a long standing trend that we see.
0: Right. So there are a
1: couple other ones. Meta, we we believe we're going to see more about the metaverse.
0: We are, but I think, Tim, we're going to see more about the basics of what a metaverse is. Right. I think the more people talk about it, the more people realize that they want to know more about exactly what we're talking about here. So I think we're going to see more breakdown essentials of like. What is virtual reality? Mm-hmm. What is extended reality? You know, right. those kind of things. But you and I agree. We, we, we expect to see more of these kind of articles we do. coming up. The other thing I think we're going to see, and I'm sorry to say it, Tim, but right. as we are recording this, Russia and the Ukraine are... Russia has initiated a conflict against the Ukraine. And I'm trying to use very minimal... Uh, Words, you know, words that don't exacerbate a situation, but right. it's a pretty bad situation. And um, because of that, and because of the rhetoric that's been sort of thrown about back and forth between other countries and Russia, we suspect a lot more people are going to be a lot more concerned about cyber security, mm-hmm. which is its own form of attack during a conflict. Right. And as people become more aware of it, and as incidents may occur... We suspect we're gonna see that in the educational realm as well, about people becoming more concerned about cybersecurity and wanting to know more about how these attacks might work. And Mm -hmm. again, possible defenses in in that sort of way. But we suspect we're gonna see a lot more about uh, cybersecurity in general. Yeah, and of course, uh, we do expect to see more about the teaching profession. Mm -hmm. As people are concerned about the migration away from, you know, younger professionals migrating away from K-12 teaching is a serious cause for concern right now. But that, I think that's what we've got in the crystal ball right now, Tim.
1: We do. Thanks, Abby. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of episode 205 of our podcast. Uh, As we always do, we like to thank our followers and viewers of our Flipboard magazine and especially our podcast subscribers. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com, and you'll also be able to find the links to the recommended readings at our website. Our next episode
0: will air on March 11. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright, Abby Brown and Tim Green.